everyone. Welcome, warmest greetings from, from Rahila Khan in Durban, South Africa. Um, this is such an honor and privilege to kick off this podcast, Anradha, with our two very special and dear uh, friends, um, Joseph and Joy. Uh, welcome to Born From Love podcast. And if I may, before we start, I just like to share with our viewers, I found a pack of cards and this is the box and it has messages of light. So I'd like to start today's podcast by reading a message, uh, a very powerful message uh, to shift the energy for our global family out there. And the mess, this is the card. And the message is as follows. I am creator. I am the one and only creator of my life. I create through my thinking, be in a positive or negative. I become aware that I am creating every second of my life. When I am aware of my creator self, I immediately eliminate all dark ideas and make room for the thoughts of pure light. Welcome. How beautiful that is. Beautiful. beautiful. I mean, uh, thank you so much. It's such a pleasure to actually uh, be invited on your show, uh, Rahila and Andrada. We've been connected for a little while. And uh, it's, it's an absolute honor and pleasure. And, you know, what better way to start this uh, discussion by that, uh, you know, apart from that, that wonderful reading that you just did, Rahila. So thank you so much for that. Uh, thank you. Thank you and thank welcome. You, thank you, Rahila. And thank you, Andrada. Echoing Yusuf, absolute pleasure as co-host to be with two other co-hosts. Thank you so much. How interesting. Welcome, Joy. Welcome. Welcome. So, you know, we've been through almost a month of lockdown. And I think to start the discussion would be good to find out from, you know, from you first, Joseph. Um, you know, how was your experience during the lockdown? And it's so good for each person to share their own experiences because that brings so much hope and, um, you know, and faith that we put out energetically, uh, globally. So I'd like to start off the podcast with asking each of you, how has it been for you, your experience that you would like to share with our viewers out there? Absolutely. And I think that's a, that's a really good question at this moment. Uh, Rahila and it's really interesting that the four of us here are actually located in four different countries so we can actually discuss four different perspectives which is really good so uh, I'm here in Singapore at the present moment and I think we were technically like the word locked down like pretty late compared to all the other countries so we actually started being locked down from about the 7th of uh, of April so, and it's, it's been a bit of like a, more of like a, a physical distancing measure. I mean, all, you know, companies are closed down, which are not in essential services. Um, that's the main thing. And we just have to, we have very stringent physical distancing measures here, you know, uh, by the Singaporean government. And, uh, but the main thing about the lockdown, which is so interesting and which is what um, I found to be very you know, uh, eye-opening, you know, for that matter, is like we always feel 
And especially because I'm in the sales and business development sector where I'm actually meeting with clients and investors face to face all the time. And we always try to, you know, make that excuse that uh, deals can't be done if you can't sit across someone in front of you, like face to face. But, uh, you know, things have been going on. Uh, it's, it's all about finding parity in, in what you have available in front of you. And that is the most important aspect. I mean, obviously, excuses are always going to be there. But the more we actually, you know, uh, focus on the negatives, the more we will not be able to actually move forward with the positives that can actually come forth. So um, in, in I love, what I have noticed I love personally what you're from, saying, a, from a work uh, situation. Yes. Yeah. That is awesome. Thank you for that. You know what came through in as you spoke is mm -hmm. adaptability. Human mm -hmm. beings have the resilience and mm -hmm. the latent genius in practicing adaptability and flexibility and versatility. And I think in your sharing, those three words spoke very loudly to me. And I think that such beautiful skills or qualities to hone in especially in this time that we, you know, going through this lockdown. So yes, business can be conducted, as you said, or conversations as we are doing. And there's so much growth and expansion exactly. in that. And I love that. Well, you know, well said, uh, Joseph. Thank you so much, Rahila. I appreciate that. Yes. And how is it for you, Joy? I'll use a tagline. I'm loving it. Yeah. That's the best way to describe it. Uh, yes. I'll tell you why I say I'm loving it. I've been a virtual remote worker for over two years, and I've been used to a virtual world of doing work during that period. And the beauty was that I had to actually try and fit my work that is done online into the real line or the real life, right? So here comes coronavirus and here comes lockdown and we in Malaysia we went into a lockdown I think if memory serves me correctly somewhere around 25th 26th of March and uh, the first thing that happened is I had this everybody that I was meeting potential clients prospects ongoing friends associates everybody suddenly went on to whatsapp calls not messages they went into whatsapp calls to say what do we do how are we going to do this what's going to happen and it was suddenly like the universe gave me a spotlight because not only did I have five minutes of my fame and time, it became five hours. I'm using it metaphorically. I started talking to people to say, just get onto your laptops, get onto Zoom, get onto WebTech, WebEx, get onto WhatsApp, start talking, put yourself right in front over there. So that's why I'm loving it because now four weeks, five weeks into the journey, I'm finding business processes, potentials and prospects are all 180 degrees from going to, I can't do this on the internet or I can't do this on LinkedIn or virtually to, hey, this is amazing. We can actually do this to echo what Yusuf said, which is, yeah, I mean, we can talk, we can come to an agreement. I can't reach out and shake your hand, but you know, I can give you a hug emoji or a handshake reaction and say, we are done, we, we signed the deal. So that's why I say I'm loving it, number one. Number two, I think this is, and a lot of people will hit me when this podcast goes out for this statement, but I'll say it. This is actually God's way or the universe's way, whichever philosophy you want to take of saying, hey, dudes, you guys really need to stop. I've given you something beautiful. You've gone, and sorry for the French, effed it up all over the place over whatever number of years. I'm sending you 
home because never in human history, not that I can recall and I'm a history buff, has entire mankind stopped. Entire mankind. Even the, the only example I have is, I think it's 1665 or 1675, the bubonic plague in UK, but it's UK. It was part of Europe. It was not global. The world wars that we've had, it did not keep people all over in together. But this is not just a pause, it's a reset. This has to be something a little bit more. Yeah, scientifically, it's a virus. That's fine. Good. But there is a universal force that has made mankind stop only because mankind needs to exist in a certain level or a better status going into the next million years. And that's what we have. I mean, if you look at data uh, from climate change, for example, over four weeks, our pollutions are down everywhere. I mean, even take Wuhan. Wuhan's never seen blue skies and birds, heard birds. So, I mean, you know, there has to be something there. Look at overall health of people. Yeah, we've got people with mental health, depression. But if you look at within LinkedIn family, if you look at the amount of positivity that's going, you look at my friend here, my brother here, he's taken up doing four miles of walking and trotting and running. It's, to, it's a self-development of I need to keep myself fit, right? So we are improving whether we like it or not. And that's these are the two reasons I say I'm loving it. And yeah, I would love not to stay in my house all the time because I think that freedom that we take for granted, suddenly going away is now hitting all of us. I'd love to be able to go out beyond 10 kilometers or three miles. And right now, I'll tell you the simplest thing that matters to me is this. I want to take my wife and kids and get into the car and just frigging go to the McDonald's or Burger King or KFC drive through to just get a drive through. It's just for the sheer pleasure of being able to drive in, queue up, put your windows down, order, pay, get the food, munch in the car and drive back. That's it. It's so simplistic, right? It doesn't cost us more than, I don't know, 30 bucks in whichever currency anywhere. When we've been doing it for years, we never valued it. Today, when we can't do it, it has so much of value. If you get what I mean from an emotional experience. I love your sharing, Joy. Um, You know, it's about the reset button. But also, um, you know, I like the points you made about the universal force, which brings us to being human first and an awakening to self. The reset button is all about going back to self and revisiting how are we uh, using ourselves to be better and to create a better humanity and planet. So absolutely. And the, the other thing I picked up from your sharing is that to be grateful and appreciative of the simple things in life, you know, absolutely. just to drive through to McDonald's or any uh, eat out for that matter. It's such a simple thing, which we have taken for granted so often, you know, and I think this is what brings back the meaning and purpose of life in how we venture forth. Um, and I think both your sharing is very powerful, although it's so simple, yet it is so complex in so many ways. So it's taking the complex and making it simple and, and living a very simplistic life as we go forward, but also shifting the consciousness to higher values of being human. And uh, yeah, that was beautiful. Thank you for your sharing. And rather for you, for me, the lockdown um, hasn't changed much, except of the fact that I do have my girls with me 
24-7, which is pretty challenging if you're thinking, you know, being a single parent with two children is pretty interesting, especially as we have to adapt to uh, online homeschooling and, you know, putting out with, uh, putting up with their energy. You know, they have so much energy from 7 a.m. in the morning until, I don't know, maybe even 12 a.m. at night, you know. And um, that has been one of the greatest challenges. Plus the fact that they don't really get why we are not allowed to go out, even though I explained to them. I didn't want to put them too much into the matter because I don't believe that, you know, they would understand much anyways. And um, another very strong point is that I don't want them to be scared of it. Um, So that we actually, you know, I do not feed the fear, um, you know, for all this situation, for all the virus and, and everything. There's, you know, plenty of people that do that on a regular basis. And I, as much as I get informed, I keep myself away pretty much from news. I find everything that I need. If I, you know, only browse through Facebook for two minutes a day or something, I immediately find whatever I need. Um, But otherwise, from a business perspective, it's, um, let's say, sensitive, you know, because a lot of businesses close down. Um, Some of them, you know, are in that space where they're, they need to find their way to adapt and that impacts on on my business obviously and on my family life um but obviously as a writer that's you know an oasis of peace from another point from another standpoint because um you know i'm really free to create And I'm really free to write down all the information that I didn't have the time to write down. So I can come up with my third book, which I want to launch pretty soon this year. And I have the time for the other books, which are of poetry that I've been planning to put out for a while now. So all in all, throughout all these challenges, we still have the time to focus, or even more time, actually. We have more time to focus on what we actually love to do. And this is one thing that I would like to send out as a message to the audience is to, as you all said until now, is to go within, find that little thing that we can be grateful for and that we enjoy, we love doing. And why not? maybe in a short while or until the end of the the year, we can create a business out of it, right? Because in the end, my business started as such with this incredible passion that I have for writing, with this huge love that I have for people. So they tied well in in the business that I have right now, even though, as I said, is, um, you know, going through challenging times with everything around, with the kids and so on. But I do also agree to the fact that is a time that we need to step out into the human evolution. And, um, you know, I have this, this idea that whoever can adapt will, um, you know, move forward. 
and who can't adapt will have more of a struggle. So from a spiritual level, we definitely need to, you know, step up. Yeah. 100%. Beautiful. Thank you. It's so lovely getting a mom's perspective. Yeah. And for all parents out there, it has been hugely challenging. And I like what you said about coming back to self and being centered and focused inwardly. And that then is a springboard mm. for where we are going. For me, what came through with uh, South Africa is that over a span of the past, say, three to four years has been hugely about the political situation and how different political parties were always at each other and always in opposition. And this is one time where all political parties came together. And for me, what's, what stands out hugely is collaborative intelligence. And who better than our politicians to show us this and to lead South Africa from a place of collaboration intelligence or collaborative intelligence to come to a place of oneness in serving the people of our country and taking care of the poorest of the poor where government were, were just handing out food parcels you know by the dozens in various townships and rural areas and right now from a human perspective the focus is in uplifting the poor and taking care of them the disadvantage for me that has been such a crystallizing moment and awakening for our country that if we could lead by example in this way of taking care of each other. And this is what we call uh, in an African context, Ubuntu. I am because we are. And, and this lockdown has heightened Ubuntu in the most beautiful way. And for me, that stands out the most. And you know, like what Joseph said about the virtual platform in how we choose to give virtually, we can give love we can exude love because everything around us is an energy field so you don't physically need to be there to give you know you can do it via the virtual platform and i think this is what we've all done and this is why today this chat that we're having has it's so powerful in just our own sharing and experiences so you know if we take it one step further joseph how are you emerging out of the lockdown that's a great question. And, um, you know, I've always been a, a big believer of the pause. And um, it's so important sometimes to just stop everything, uh, not hit the reset button, but just hit the pause button, because that allows you to go within you. It allows you to reflect. It allows you to introspect and then take the necessary action moving forward after uh, obviously keeping those things in mind. And but uh, you know, uh, the way I was just reading something, I think a couple of days ago, uh, and you, you brought that up, Rahila, regarding how, you know, the oneness within the South African community has been brought together by, uh, you know, political parties, you know, not, not, not focusing on, you know, just being at loggerheads with each other, but actually coming together for the sake of humanity. And uh, this is something which I was reading where, you know, the French president, Emmanuel Macron, he actually uh, has called for a worldwide ceasefire of all wars. And that is, that is something which, is, which no one would have ever thought of if not for the situation. And this is something which the British uh, Prime Minister, as well as uh, you know, um, Donald Trump, they're both absolutely for, which is, which is a great thing. I mean, especially from the beginning of time, I mean, humanity 
has always come together in the face of adversity. But the problem with people from different backgrounds and cultures and having different political agendas and religious beliefs, etc., is that it's very difficult for us to work together, be together as one. But, uh, you know, this adversity to a certain extent has brought, you know, different backgrounds and bringing people from different backgrounds and communities to being able to understand the uniqueness and the be beauty of that one community, that one humanity, which is, in my opinion, um, absolutely brilliant. Wow, that is, you know, this is what we talk about, Anradha and myself, quite often these days, is about unity consciousness. Mm -hmm. And you couldn't have uh, put it together so beautifully. Thank you, uh, Joseph. Okay, thank you, Raila. Um, I'll have to say that, unlike Yusuf, I'm not probably getting to an enlightened stage as yet, but I'm getting to a point, I'm in a journey, let's put it this way. What I'm seeing, especially in this, February to now, uh, the feeling inside me as a person is more like a river or a, a body of water that's meandering and making its way through. That's how I'll put it, okay? Why I say this is because I'm doing a ton of stuff. And, you know, as we're going more and more into this stay home, lockdown kind of a scenario, I don't know from where, but things are popping up. And I call these things as doors or their opportunities. And I'll be very honest. I've stopped anymore even using my gray cells to say, hey, what's in it for me? There's a door, open it. Does it look like there's grass and sunshine? Walk through, all right? So I walk through and the second step is boom, it's a cliff. Great, okay, so it's a cliff. I know that door has a cliff, go on. So where I am, where will I come out? My answer, my feeling, and it's purely a feeling. I'm going to come out with something great. All right. One number, one part of great is a few skills, which are not in my resume. You know, a few skills like how do you create virtual networking, which leads to business opportunities? Because that's what has been happening over the last four weeks. That's number one. So now if I go back into my old avatar of being a marketing head and I sit in a company, Heck, man, I'm not going to spend time going out for an in-person meeting when I can jump onto a Zoom or a WebEx. Straight away, one hour saved, which means time saved is, well, I could put it as money earned or energy reserved. You're using your energy that you have for the right things. That's number one. Number two is a series of people. I mean, what we are doing, this is, to me, there is nothing called coincidence. It's all fated at a certain point our energy pathways are traveling wherever they're traveling right and this might sound very altruistic or otherwise but amongst the four of us i know you'll get what i mean we emanate in our thoughts we put out something and Raila, thanks to you i've picked this up a lot more since we last had our couple of hour long whatsapp chat and and when those energies are going out it has a positive and a negative which brings in the positive or the negative that from other parts of the universe is coming in. So where will I end up? That's my second point. If I am doing everything that I believe is positive and with the positive intent, positivity can only attract positivity. There's nothing else it can attract. So negativity, you're welcome. You're just gonna come, boom, hit, fall off. Because there is no, there's no toehold out there. That's where I believe I'm gonna come out at the end of this period. Uh, I don't know if it's a couple of months later, three weeks later, but 
I'm delighted at this period for this one reason. It's made most human beings realize the value of simply being human. We grew up learning we are a human being. Nobody taught us what being human means. Today, this pandemic is, you can say, slapping us across the face or hitting us in the, between the eyes. It's really teaching us what being human means. And what I mean by that from my perspective is kindness, compassion, empathy, collaboration. This is, these are the four that I have because when you're kind, okay, you care. When you care, as my brother says, you connect, you understand. When you do that, you relate. When you relate, you engage. You know, so you're, you're forming a bond between that caring and relating, not from the basis of what's in it for me. It's on the basis of you're human, I'm human. Something good that I do for you means I'm investing in something good for my great-grandchildren. Perhaps very altruistic, but that's how I see it. And the last bit is, therefore, if these three stages are done, we should collaborate. What stops us? Oh, money, right. There's going to be a paradigm shift. That's the next that I foresee yes. at yes. a commercial level where money, the way we know it for the last 1,000, 5,000 years, is slowly going to start taking a backseat because uh, that's you know, the financial system's gone, it's whatever it is, but people are going to start coming up with some other mode of transaction. My personal opinion is, again, I repeat, for the sake of saying this, because I want to protect myself, it's altruistic. I believe the currencies are going to become emotional. The currencies are going to become care, kindness, engagement, appreciation. This is going to be what's value. And I say this, purely out from a professional perspective. The work that I've been doing in the last fortnight, the people that I've been talking to in business and marketing in tech, everybody's coming back to one central point. How do we manage our people when we come back? Can you help us and tell us what is it that we are supposed to do? And the question they're actually not asking is, you know what, my human resource policies are shot because now everybody's at home working for two months. They've got into a behavior pattern and when they come mm. back, they may not want to come back and work full time. What do I do? How do I do virtual engagement? So all of this put together, I leave it with that, that I'm going to end up feeling pretty good, being at a point where perhaps some part of knowledge expertise is going to help some people. And it's going to be able to help me deliver my mission, humanizing business at the end of the day. Wow. You know, that is so amazing, really. Um, and this is why Anradha and I wanted to chat with you and, and uh, Joseph because of our previous chats. And we haven't done this in a while. And it is so gratifying to see you touch my soul, both of you, in a way, um, in the way we are shifting global consciousness, that you resonate, you are in alignment with our vision and mission for humanity and the planet. And this was couched so beautifully uh, in how we're going to look at human potential, human capital as the essence of the new world currency. And my God, how, how blessed we are to come to that place of enlightenment. Uh, this is so beautiful that in our collaboration going forward, in however we speak, however we connect, 
that in a collective consciousness, we bring forth the new uh, world currency in human potential. What greater gift and joy is that, you know, uh, for Mother Earth in giving back to the planet, in giving from a place of compassion, empathy, and what the infinite intelligence that we make reference to as God is showing us the way. And right on the button, I love your analogy of you being the river flowing down and meandering, whether it's a cliff, whether it's a rock, you go under the rock, over the rock, around the rock, but you will find your place. And where will we all end up? But in the big ocean of the seven seas of the world. And then we can all together make big splashes going forward that never again would human beings be ever locked down in this way again, because we know better going forward. And that yes, lockdowns are essential that we embrace it with positivity for all the gifts that it brings. Uh, and, and this is the most amazing conversation we're having, you know, since the lockdown with both of you. My God, how amazing is this, Andrada? It is. May it I? Is. Yeah, go ahead, Jay. Sorry, I just wanted to add one, one simple thing here because it's connected to your title of the podcast, which is born, born with, brought from love. Love, and I think, Rahila, you posted this uh, either earlier this week or it was last week, but it struck in my head. Love is the most, is the strongest emotion the human being knows. Love makes man and woman do the most craziest things, and love makes uh, the human being also do, well, funny things. Let's put it this way. You know, you find courage, supernatural strength, whatnot. Love in business has been decimated because it's been conditioned and attached with lots of stigmas which come from various social biases. But yes. if we really pull back to the genesis of the time man was formed from whatever philosophy we want to take that from, love was why a human being was created. And it was meant to love another creature. Let's put it there. So why am I bringing this up is simply this. Business of the heart. Thank you, brother. There, the more yes. we resist, the more we resist our innate DNA, if I may use that catchphrase, the more we are actually creating friction and resistance. So what happens with physics of friction and resistance is there's a give and take, there's a give and take to a point where you reach the breaking point. And that's where we break as in, you know, mental health, et cetera, et cetera, physical health. But this pandemic, when we come out of it, professionally, and I'm speaking literally from a corporate business perspective, organizations will have to learn or relearn two things. Where and how do you create love in your professional relationship? Whereas it's not, not the I love you kind of love. It's the love of saying, I value you because you're intelligent and you have your way of thinking. I value that. Bring it to the table. Because with your way of thinking and my way of thinking, two heads are better than one. That's the, way, that's the place where businesses are going to innovate. That's the place where people would want to work. Because 85% of the world is not going to be entrepreneurs. They're going to remain employees. And employees are going to want to work for organizations that clearly show love, care, appreciation. Sorry, I just wanted to bring that in. Please edit it out if it's not required because no. born from love, it just fits to the team. 
It's no, hundred percent. You're on. You're on point. On the button. That's the best reset button. I love it. And rather, uh, I'll hand over to you. I I simply love it, Joy. Um, before before saying what I would like to say is you know uh, to bring something else in, and that is the fact that as we can see by the live uh, you know exposure of the children you know coming in and everything um, what comes up really really powerful is the fact that nothing is ever separated again so there's no life uh, work balance right now everything is interconnected and we have to put you know to put up with it um, but what I wanted to tell you Joy especially um, because we spoke uh, last year and two years ago, if I'm not mistaken, years ago. and yeah. I see a huge improvement in your perspective about life. And I want to simply congratulate you from the bottom of my heart, because at this point, I see you being so positive, right? And so you have so much trust in the fact that whatever you put your mind to, you can achieve. And I think that that is one of the greatest examples that you actually give to the viewers, to the listeners, right? That, um, if I may say with your, with your permission, Joy, is the fact that if a person who used to be less positive, to put it this way, can upgrade themselves to a higher positive state of mind, then anyone can do it. And the correct word, Andrea, sorry to interrupt, use the word mm -hmm. cynical when you describe me. Two years ago, two and a half to three years ago, you did my first life story interview. Yeah. I was a cynical corporate executive. It's taken me this period to actually unlearn, take off from my head and mind yeah. 32 years of corporate. And I'm shooting myself in the foot because I might be getting a temp job or a part-time contract and the company's now going to say, oh, Joy's no longer in the corporate headspace. We're not going to give him the job. So be it. But the right word is cynical. From cynicism, yes, I would say that people like you, people like Rahila, and I'm going to give a couple of shout outs. There's a dear gentleman in Singapore that Yusuf knows very well, Ross Swan, it's my coach, who has taken my head literally taken my head out, you know, put it under the sink, the tap, opened it, put a lot of shampoo and soaps and Clorox and everything, wash it up and said, Joy, put it back on. And I have a clean set, fresh brains and look, wow, this, this looks great, brilliant. And I went ahead, number one. Number two, I sat down and I said to myself, I gave myself some time and I'm sorry, I'm just taking a little bit of airtime over here. Last year, I gave myself a few milestones and nobody knows it. You won't believe it. Even my wife, who's my best buddy and soulmate, did not know of those milestones. And the best part is, it was at a point in time when, Andrada, you know this, I needed finances and Yusuf knows this. I needed money, finances, to even breathe, yeah. right? Yeah. And I had milestones which had not a single dollar on them. I had milestones which were all, can I chip it down? Can I chip it down? Can I chip it down so that my shoulder does not have bricks anymore if that analogy happens? I went through all of that. And then things started happening all the way till February of this year. 
and that's why i when we started this podcast i said i love this lockdown period because as we went are going more and more into it i'm finding doors coming from nowhere i mean i don't know if i'm creating them i really don't know you But, are okay i'll tell you i'll tell you what two and a half years back when you interviewed me and you wrote my story which is still in my linkedin feature i promised i'm going to write my story because you drove me to it said joy get your story out remember that okay yeah. next week on 22nd a very dear friend who's putting out a book called me in i'm one of the six authors i'm i've written my chapter called becoming you caroline fernandez yeah. it's at 12:30 bucharest time on caroline's live she got she's got me out there for the first time in my linkedin history of i don't know 12 13 years to do what my brother yusuf has told me for the last 3 years just share your story and in his own words and a shout out to elaine jock his sister and a dear sister of mine hashtag ja is jb stands for joy abdullah is johnny bravo i'm sharing this why because i've written that story in my own way it's nowhere near as polished as yours is andrada i wrote it in three parts b come in that's sub part of come and then the u and the u is exactly rahila what i shared i'm still in this journey i don't know my destination but all i know is that i'm flowing and i'm being i'm going somewhere don't ask me where don't ask me when am i going to get there but i'm going and you know what hey i love it because it gives me every day to look forward to saying i got these things i love being busy knowing i'm busy and then suddenly thinking hey i'm spending 18 hours doing this where's the money <laughs> that's all i'll share at this point in time and if i can do it you're right anybody can do it under the sun i love that i love your whole concept sorry and rather i have to just bite in sorry or interject rather i love that whole concept of low shedding <laughs> just low shedding let it all go the heaviness of life and once we low shed and take the cloak off you come to being your authentic self and this is what uh joy is sharing and it's so powerful and you know with with joseph being alongside you and with all of us joseph if only you know you're such an anchor of strength you're like archangel oh. michael for most people out there you know Absolutely. Your, your presence means so much to all of us and uh, i salute you as well and your courage for being there and supporting all of us congratulations joy i am so excited for you well done no, thank you thank you as you said i have to pass the congratulations to my brother here because he's a brother from another mother but and we stay exactly 463 odd kilometers physically away from each other but i can yeah. tell you this i have a brother who stays in dubai and i'm far closer to yusuf and i'm going saying this on live i mean on our on our podcast because our wave we don't need slack we don't need whatsapp we don't need you know uh, the technology there is a connection that happens even when we haven't spoken for 7 days 10 days there is a point in time where either i'm calling him or he's messaging me or the other way around and the first statement is that how the hell did you know i was about to call you or you know i was just messaging you and if somebody says that's telepathy great you're welcome to it i'll tell you this as he says it's really a business of the heart if your heart is connected and the heart is not the organ heart it's whether it's the limbic brain or is the universal 
ether connection, I don't know. It's a connection. Wherever your heart has a connection and every one of us has this one person. And what we are in, when Yusuf and I are together, trust me, what we are, we are two boys just simply having fun on the street side. We, we don't know. We, we, yeah, we, we just, we just, we're not even probably in our teens, I would say. We're literally at that pre-teen stage just having fun. And that's what keeps one going, you know. If, if, if that energy is powerful, because honestly, that's, that's what I do. I, I, I really don't go and do fantastic workouts or meditations and stuff like that. I just take positive thinking. I go and do the activity. I don't get my brain to think on anything but the task at hand and how it can be better. Like I shared, I mean, you know, I'm working on something. I'm calling in about 14 people globally, writing into them. The least you guys are going to tell me is, Joy, this is not up my street. That's fine. My job is to say, I see a value. I'm sharing it with you. Boom, go. How are you not going to get repaid for that? I believe you will in due course of time. Just don't force it. Yeah, I think you highlighted what uh, Joseph was alluding to is the busy, busyness of the heart, busyness, busyness of the heart, operating from the heart center. And when you do that, you find your childlike trust and innocence. And this is what you are both exuding to the world. And that is why you will never grow old, because you find God within you or this infinite intelligence within you you'll have this childlike innocence and energy around you. And this is why you will always attract people to you. And that is the best busyness or business of the heart center, Joseph. Well done. Thank, Thank you, you. I really appreciate that. Yeah, yeah it's like, really very powerful. I would like to Thank add the fact that. that between the two of you, uh, Joseph and Joy, although there's a huge distance, and although some people may call it telepathy, is, if I may say it like that, is just part of, you know, um, the collective consciousness, and you have come so close to the other that you don't even need to communicate. And if you believe in synchronicity, then that is, you know, one, one um, of the explanations. Because when one of you thinks about the other, there's a natural drive for the other one to take action, right? And what you have created between the two of you, this, this powerful chemistry, this powerful connection that you two have, you're sending it out to the others. For instance, to give you an example, today before the podcast, I must admit that I had, uh, you know, I don't normally have um, you know, I'm not ner normally nervous any longer, but today for some reason I had some nervousness, but due to the fact that we caught up before we had our chat and we exchanged some jokes and, you know, we had a bit of fun before that, that changed, that shifted the entire energy. And I'm pretty sure that everyone who will be listening and watching to this podcast episode will feel that because everything is vibration after all right so all sounds everything that we are we are pure consciousness and vibration right and what you brought today into the podcast is this incredible connection that you two have built just like Rahila and myself have built over the span of you know last two to three years and 
you know, I'm, I'm really grateful to have you all, the, the three of you here right now, because it's, it's, let's say it's an energy bomb. What we have here right now is an energy bomb that will be put out, obviously, in a positive manner, right? Yep. Um, and I see, you know, I see and I truly appreciate and I'm so grateful to, to perceive, perceive all the shifts that have been happening both for Joseph and Joy, right? And from working with Rahila, I've been shifting a lot myself in the last two years. So there's, you know, huge uh, transparency in regards to each of us. And this is one of the things that I love the most. And I'm really happy and grateful that each of you just came with your hearts, you know, on a silver plate and put it out here today on on our podcast. So I'm, you know, really, really happy. And I would like to take this a bit further. And as I said, nothing is separated any longer. Everything is interconnected. So based on what you have shared so far, based on the questions Rahila uh, has addressed to you and all the ex experiences that you have been through, I would, last, I would like to ask you this, both of you, and this time I would like to um, start with Joy, as Rahila started with uh, Joseph, and ask you from a business perspective. Joy, you have shared just a tiny bit of the upcoming answer, but I would like you to add a bit more to it. So from a business perspective, how do you see all this interconnectivity interconnect shifting right the paradigm when it comes to economy when it comes to practices when it comes to the human factor actually that is the uh, the essence that i'm really drawn into and i know the rahila is too and i have a feeling that both of us uh, both of you are during these times right to to bring in the human side into the business so how do you see this going forward great question and thank you thank you thank you for asking that i was itching to share With all my heart. So let me let me give it let me break this down where what will businesses have to retool and i'm going to use a little bit of jargon so that you know current business people get it first whether you're a mcdonald or your Andrada's flavored writing, with all due respects, of course, or Joy's three-minute marketing, right? Whatever the size of your business, irrespective of where you are, every single business across every single industry has to first start with, we need to retool. What I mean by retool is, every single process that you have and every single system that you have was made for historical circa. What I mean by historical circa is the period before January 2020. The world and January 2020 to now is moving, literally moving. And I'll say 180 degrees is what I mean by the paradigm shift. Now, if you take that premise, that's the fundamental premise that every business has to retool, what are the areas that retooling would require? First and foremost, and the most important, leadership yes by leadership i do not mean a manager leading six direct reports i'm talking about 
the people who are currently on the verge of being senior citizens sitting on boards and CEOs who are 55 and above, who are my age group, baby boomers and Gen Xs, whose business condition and experience is 30 plus years old, that group, that is the decision making, needs to straight away get into understanding where and how people and behavior has changed. I'm not talking about learning leadership. I'm just simply talking about, please understand, people, the person you're talking to, who's another 55 year old, that person has gone through a behavioral change in the last 60 days. Whether we like it or not, globally across the world right now, we are already in a behavior shift pattern because we are between 22 to 60 days. For example, people in Italy, Spain, and Germany, their, business, their behavior patterns have already changed. Germans have not been stepping out in hordes as spring came around and under you'll get this at your end when winter finishes you land up the moment sun comes out you're going to go out there right yeah. okay so the yeah. first thing is leadership from what's the behavior of the people one two what are the hopes aspirations and values of the people today and in this case for leadership of an organization that group of people is the community of employees vendors business partners and customers what are their values after this coronavirus period people are going to be valuing maybe very simple things people are going to be not you know i don't want a promotion and more stress by earning five thousand or fifty thousand dollars more i'd prefer to have four hours a week extra with my family or with my spouse or my partner whatever you know doing my hobby so understanding that value is going to be the second bit yeah. When you understand people and you understand value, you're going to get into the third, which is what can I do to help you be fabulous at your work? Because when you're fabulous at your work, i.e. what we call servant leadership today, when you're fabulous at your work, my task becomes easier. My task becomes easier. You achieve, I achieve, company achieves. Boom, out, one, two, three. That's where I see post coronavirus, whether it's two months from now or six months from now, professionally and for the business world across industry, that's where we are heading. And by the way, this is going to impact companies from Apple to Andrada's flavored writing and Joy's three-minute marketing and Yusuf's, you know, art sales, create the edge, you name it. It's going to affect, it's going to affect Uber, it's going to affect Airbnb. Everything that we know in the last 20 years is going to be affected and i can give you this i don't know i don't have data but i'll tell you five years down the line from now you won't find the top 20 odd brands that are top 20 brands today in the top 20 list why and how it's just a gut trend that i'm putting out i'm happy to back it up by getting some data on it but i can tell you a lot of these brands will fall simply because of leadership that is the critical driving factor in business and just stepping aside how we are and how we lead our families is what we take when we go into our professional lives so it start what starts at home gets extended that's brilliant. it brilliant thank you joy for your input joseph please share with us what is your perspective in regards to um, the question that i addressed a bit earlier where do you see a business going forward? 
I think that's a, that's a great question, which is something um, on a lot of people's minds at this present moment. So I'm going to make a, a couple of little analogies. So people, especially in the last couple of years, have been worrying about a few things, about machines and artificial intelligence taking over jobs. Right? Yeah. I think, um, especially what's happening at this present moment in the world, it's safe to say that that human connection is never going to be replaced. And that is so important. The second part, which I'm going to say is like uh, the, the line between people and brands are getting thinner and it's becoming quite literally non-existent. People are becoming brands and brands are becoming more people centric or people are, people are recognizing a particular brand because of a particular person. Take in mind, let's say, for example, Steve Jobs. Uh, you know, take in mind uh, Richard Branson, you know, people know them or rather people know their brands because of them. Jack Ma from Alibaba, you know, so, so the, the human connection that a person can have uh, or can feel towards a particular brand is becoming more and more important uh, as time moves forward. Because the reasoning behind that, in my opinion, is like there are so many competitors out there who will be able to provide you with a similar product, but how many of them are going to be able to provide you with a similar experience? Mm. And that is the difference. The difference between being able to provide a product as, as to being able to provide that experience that people are going to be able to relate to, people are going to be able to buy into, people are going to be able to appreciate, remember, and, uh, and basically uh, you know, refer to others around them. So uh, in a very short answer to your question, uh, Andrada, I think uh, it's so important uh, for, especially during this time, for senior leaders to work on their own personal and, and spiritual and self-development so that they are able to bring forth that the, the passion, the mission, the vision that they have surrounding their brands and the companies that they have formed. So they're able to actually elucidate and impress upon their target audience as to what their vision, mission and purpose is, because that is what, what's going to set them apart from uh, others. And as my uh, brother Joy always says, you have to become and find out your strategic differentiator. And that is so important. You can't be just one from among a lot of people out there. There's so much noise. You have to stand out from the crowd. You have to bring forth the strategic differentiator that you will need uh, to basically get people to understand, appreciate, align, and resonate with yourself. And that only comes from that human connection, from that human quotient, from that heart quotient. That's brilliantly one. answered, Yusuf. I'm sorry I'm jumping in because you just married the why of personal branding with the why, the how of business branding. Without a strong personal brand representing the business, there is no business brand. And that's the human connection. Beautiful. Love it. Love I love it. it. Thank you, I love it. Rahila, if I may, I would like to address the same question to you. Where do you see business going forward, especially uh, from you coming from a leader? <laughs> of love perspective right you've been doing this for over 30 years now and i think it's time for um the ones who are listening or watching this to also consider your position and why is it important because i know that there's gonna be a golden nugget so 
if you'd like. Thank you, Andrada. You know, um, I envisioned this 30 years ago when I bought my franchise in teaching Earn and Learn, Reach and Teach. And our, the cornerstone of the program was self-empowerment yeah. and finding yourself. So in teaching uh, competencies, two competencies that Joseph and Joy spoke about a lot, and it stands out for me right now, one is personal leadership competencies in asking yourselves, like in, in doing this whole reset, um, is who am I, what am I here to do, what is my greater vision and mission for myself, my family, business, in that order, as in leadership of love in being human first, starts with self, family, business, education, healthcare. For me, it goes in that order because that's how I've worked throughout my uh, 30 years of being in business. In going that way and what came out through my own direct experience of working with people across the board, irrespective of age, that when we get to know ourselves first, this is where the personal competency comes in, in how you discover yourself, how do you master yourself um, in going inwardly. Uh, and Joy said it very beautifully earlier on in the podcast about the load shedding. And finding your inner compass in re-engineering the DNA is though the inner potential, the wisdom filters will come up to the fore in bringing out your skills, your hidden talents and potential in how you lead. The servant leadership comes when you find yourself and, and mastering all these techniques for you. Having said that, the next thing is when we're looking at competency leadership is how would you like others to see you? This is a very important question because if we can answer those questions for ourselves in how we want others to see us, especially starting in the home with your children, your wife, your partner, whoever it is, extended family. Because if they see you as practicing servant leadership, then at the 100% chances are they will emulate you. So we're going to come past the dichotomy of being liars to ourselves, the fraud, the illusionist. So we got to come clean ourselves in developing ourselves there. So once we develop our personal competencies, then we move into leadership competencies because we will be in huge awareness about how others will see us. Understand this with verbal and nonverbal communication. You may be communicating even on a virtual platform or in a business arena, but others are watching and observing you. And just by your body language, they could write a book about you. They'll either like you or they will not. And, and the energy that you exude, even before you speak, is the energy field that you're putting out there. And that's what people pick up on. And this is why I agree with what Joy is saying about the top leading brands of the world. They won't be, they'll be at the bottom of the list for that very purpose and reason, because you've lost the human aspect of business. And now with, with what is happening, there's going to be a turn which we call um, the revolution is 360 degrees, as you know, right? You and I have been talking about this a lot in our evolution in the revolution. So we each create our own revolution, 360 degree. What energy field are you bringing it to yourself? 
how then would you put that energy out in being the best leader, being the positive pebble that you would throw into this pond in creating ripples? And those ripples are not only going to be seen, but it's going to be felt, as Joseph is saying, by the heart center. So the ripple effects will create the depth of shifting human consciousness, which most of us cannot see because you cannot see how deep the pebble goes when it's thrown into the pond. And that is what, as a collective consciousness in being human first, we all are aspiring to right now. And like, you know, uh, Joy was sharing, when we load shed all our dark shadow side and all the negative stories we told ourselves, will open into being authentic from a place of crystal clear clarity of who we are. And that is where we will feel the energy flow of Anrada, of Yusuf, of Joy, of everyone else on LinkedIn and globally, whether we know them or not. And this is why I started the podcast today with a message of light. Because right now, whether we want to make reference to God or the infinite intelligence, the light that is shining right now to Mother Earth is so bright that it is exposing the dark shadow side of human beings. And we are going to be exposed. Governments will be exposed. Leaders are going to be exposed. So there's no room to hide anymore. I hope that answers your question and adds to our discussion. That's beautiful. Can I just say something, Andrada, just to summarize what Rahila said? And this is something which I say all the time, just to summarize exactly what Rahila said in just one sentence. Just make sure that your real life, R-E-E-L, real life is equal to your real life. Simple as that. As long as you don't, you know, have facades in front of you, you'll be fine. Just be you. Just keep being you. That's the main thing. Thank you. That is beautiful, uh, Joseph. Yeah, exactly that. It's, it's beautiful and um, most probably uh, the three of you know already how fond I am to the concept of coming out transparently as who we are and actually this podcast, this entire adventure of the podcast started exactly from that intention of bringing out the human behind an image that we all put out, right? But at the end of the day, we all go to bed with our own selves right? Besides the person that we have with us, if we have a partner. But in the end, we need to be, um, we need to be content with who we are without masks, without any layers that we need to put down in front of the others or to put out in front of the others just for the strong drive of fitting into the society, right? So it's, it's wonderful that all of you in different manners, the three of you in different manners, have exposed the fact that we as humans in business, we need first of all to come as who we are without wearing a heavy mask that, you know, generations and generation and patterns that have been imprinted into us are forcing us to put on for the others to, to accept who we are, to accept our ideas. But in fact, if we come with an extraordinary idea that no one has as ever dared to share before, we might come to a point in time where, um, you know, everybody laughs at it in the beginning, but then they realize that there's truth in it and there's 
true potential, right? So by daring in being ourselves, we, we are only, in my perspective, we help society more than everyone could ever imagine. So I'm, I'm truly grateful to learn, you know, all your perspectives and to have you here with us today, uh, to have Rahila as wonderful co-host. And I want, to, yeah. I want to mention a very interesting thing that I'm not sure that I said it on the recording. I know I said it outside of it. But what I find to be absolutely fascinating is the fact that right now we are um, two teams, right? Joy and Joseph as the team of Create the Edge, with I highly recommend you guys um, watch because you're gonna you. find a lot of value. And on the other hand, um, it, it is myself with Rahila, another team, let's say new team, right? Coming out with Born From Love project, which has actually been born from our first collaboration based on my first book last year. And it's absolutely incredible and if you're looking even closer to it, right, the Create the Edge, uh, which is on my left, uh, team is made by men and born from love team, <laughs> right? How <laughs> <laughs> interesting is that? Even though it couldn't be you know, less relevant, right? It's not relevant, gender relevant, mm -hmm. but it's just mm -hmm. interesting to observe, right? And one more thing that I would like to add here is that even before Rahila and myself actually became a team from Born From Love, the team on my left has already sparked that potential within the two of us. Right, Rahila? Because they were yes. the first ones to actually invite us in, in their show, Create the Edge, last year as a team, even though most probably they're not even now aware of it. Right? We are. Thank you. I'm going to interrupt right there uh, just because we didn't let you know, but please, this I want to make it out in public now. In our season one, over 120 episodes, every single interview that Yusuf and I have done, every guest pair that we've had were meticulously matched in our own way based on the content the guests had shared on LinkedIn in terms of an attitudinal fit. That's at level one. So going down, even when we did our 50th episode live in July, the people we brought together, it's exactly the same way we arranged who is going to follow whom across those two mega four-hour long live episodes that we did. So, sorry, it was planned. It's not <laughs> by fluke. It's not by this thing. Because he's, Yusuf's a sales and marketing person. I'm a pure marketing and strategy uh, person. So the two of us, again, there's a lot of synergy and synchronicity between the two of us. We understand, we see people's content and we can gauge, given our experience, we can gauge some amount of tonality in the attitude that's there. So yeah, it's together. But the fact that this is a men's team and that's a women's team, yeah. You know, perhaps I'll have to say this. Sometimes you find resonance within the same sex because there is a method in the madness why man and woman was created all right and uh, yeah for your own journey sometimes it works together it works differently each has to find their own enjoy yes, that's exactly and rather might i share and add on to that that is our dna 
the sacred union of male and female seed that comes together to create Correct. another human being is exactly what has happened here. So, and what is so beautiful with the reset button, and it's a good way to sum up our podcast, mm -hmm. is that the greatest message that's coming from a cosmic message is about balance. Balancing the male and female. Exactly. Isn't that amazing? That we can coexist, that we are equal, and that we, we are about uni unity and diversity, and how do we embrace diversity of all of Mother Nature as she does, in the interconnectivity, in the oneness. So with the two, um, like you say, create the edge and born from love global is such a beautiful synergy of this union of male and female. And we planted the seed today to take that forward on a global platform. What a gift this is. Thank you so much. Thank you. Pleasure has been asked. Thank you so much for, for, for inviting us to be on the show. Uh, thank you once again, Andrada. And thank you once again, Rahila, uh, for, 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 for your time and for the amazing discussion that we've had over the last uh, hour and a half. And thank oh, you. Oh, no, so it's much. our absolute pleasure and honor to have you guys. So thank you from the depths of our souls for being, making the time, for sharing so openly and honestly and authentically. We salute you in every which way. And thank you for, for your presence. See you right back to both of you. Thank you. Thank you again to the three of you for joining us, Impact by Choice, which is part of Born from Love. And we'll see you soon.